heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Aaron Kasher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Our digital platforms, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere 
Anchor's our home base, one of your favorite podcasting platform. Hey, just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You'll find it. And, of course, join the conversation on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Got a great show for you today. It's our normal Thursday show, which means that Gary Smith will join us at 4.15, talking Tulane and UNO. Maybe we'll throw some loyal in there if we got a, little, if we got a chance. Ross Jackson will join us uh, at um, 4.35. Of course, he's with Locked on Saints Podcast, CrestedSports.com, and Saints Wired. Gary Smith with NOLA.com, The Advocate, and the, and the Wave Report. Let me give them their props. I like to sell the bird rights. Joins us at 5.15, and uh, Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show, 5.35. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Well, we had a great show today. Ricardo LeCamp of Channel 4 Sports and the Maiden Voyage for Madeline Adams of Fox 8 Sports. Both did a fantastic job. Broke down Sean Payton, Saints, Pelicans, and also talked a little LSU and Tulane football. And also, again, touched on college basketball. Catch us tonight, 6 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Uh, with our first rebroadcast, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, that's WLE-TV2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, WLE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. We'll have that on our social media platforms this evening. And, of course, already on the WLA-TV YouTube page. It'll be at ericasher.com by the end of the weekend. So, again, um, it's the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports with Ricardo LeCompte and Madeline Adams uh, as my guest. Um, of course, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. And uh, what a great time to be able to go out and enjoy a great meal at one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Not just that cocktail. Uh, you, you're, maybe you're planning that Valentine uh, night out. Uh, perfect opportunity. Whether it's Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, whether, again, you want to go to Mambo's and, uh, you know, uh, enjoy that rooftop uh, bar, along with, again, all the great uh, cuisine that they're serving, fantastic cocktails. Then go right next door to the hideout bar and enjoy some fantastic music. Uh, maybe, again, uh, Oceana. And, uh, maybe you're doing breakfast, lunch, or dinner, depending on, again, how you want to handle Valentine's Day. Uh, or, again, uh, Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, again, um, uh, with, again, a fantastic menu, beautiful courtyard for you to, 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 to dine in, have some cocktails. Uh, thinking of having, again, a celebration on this Valentine's, uh, think about my friends over the Oceana family of restaurants. And, of course, don't forget also about uh, the upcoming Mardi Gras season, Old New Orleans Cookery with Bourbon Street Balcony tickets for you. That's fully inclusive with food and drink. Uh, also a private restroom uh, and two Bourbon Street balconies. Uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant has is, is uh, renting out their parking spots for the Metairie Parade. So, again, if you're, you're getting set up for the Metairie Parades, right there you got food, drink, also a, a restroom for you to be able to utilize. And, of course, don't forget about Mambo's. Uh, not just, again, their rooftop bar with an opportunity to be able to uh, get tickets to, to the uh, rooftop bar, but also to their balcony as well. So, again, all three are selling, again, uh, uh, an opportunity for you to enjoy Mardi Gras at those particular restaurants. Uh, and, of course, this half hour brought to you by our friends at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Uh, uh, seven days a week they're open for you. Lunch and dinner, they're open late. I say it all the time. All the Oceana families or uh, restaurants are open late. They're open till 1 a.m. Uh, two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Planning an event? Think Old New Orleans Cookery, those two Bourbon Street balconies. And then, of course, uh, extraordinary cocktails with some of the great mixologists we have in the city. Just going to grab a cocktail, sitting in the courtyard, or, again, those picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street, watching all the craziness go down is, is an experience in itself. But, again, you can't stay away from the Cajun Creole cuisine, the fantastic menu that they have over at Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, it's a great place to be able to close a business deal. Maybe you're, you're, it's date night. Maybe it's the first date, okay? Uh, maybe you and your significant other are getting, uh, getting together to, um, uh, to have a um, – 
uh, a night out, fantastic. Or, again, friends and family coming together, uh, especially during the Mardi Gras season. A lot of folks coming in from out of town, uh, uh, New Orleanians that have moved on elsewhere. Bring them over to Old New Orleans Cookery. Hey, you want to find out more, go to nolacookery.com. That's nolacookery.com. And, of course, uh, it's a, a perfect time to be able to head down to Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, it's on, on Bourbon Street. That's four, 205 Bourbon Street, Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, don't again, again, it's always a great time at Old New Orleans Cookery. All right, um, just a quick note before we go to um, uh, Gary Smith. I'm going to talk to Jordy Collada about this in, um, in, in the last part of the program. But uh, and those of you listening to this program for any length of time uh, know that I have been an advocate for Dale, Brown's, Dale Brown Court. We went back to, again, when we did sports rap uh, over 20 years ago. Uh, that Dale Brown, again, uh, was, was, was worthy of having the court named after him. Uh, that happened last year. Now, again, it, it was kind of a crappy way to do it. They took his name and put it on the corner of the court. And then, of course, we were promised this year that it would be more prominent on the court, like we've seen with other courts around the FCC and around the country. It's almost embarrassing what they did. Now there's a group of individuals who, are, again, are politically connected within Louisiana that have money, right? Uh, you know, money, again, uh, you spread money around in Louisiana, you get what you want. It's like oil to an engine. And they are now pushing to be able to, again, take that honor away from Dale Brown. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll get, Jordy and I will get into that more uh, in, 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 at 535, but uh, I'm appalled, okay? I mean, at least Dale Brown lived to be able to see it happen. It, again, even though, again, it was, it, it, it was I'll say it again, it, the, the way that they did it, the way that they, uh, they gave him this little piece of the court where you can barely see is an embarrassment. But now, not, again, a year later, really it's about, been about a year later, after promises of making, again, the, 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 the uh, name of the court more prominent, now there's a push to be able to, again, take that away from him. And, uh, again, I am, I am pissed, okay? Um, he is the again. He is the greatest basketball coach in the history of of LSU. All the the, the talk about again him with the NCAA and the cheating uh, again with Lester Earl has been debunked. Lester Earl came out and said that the NCAA pressured him to say that he got a shoebox full of money uh, from Johnny Jones. All that has been disproven. Dale Brown was the biggest thorn in the side of the NCAA his entire tenure at LSU, fighting for players' rights. NIL, all the things you're seeing now, that's Dale Brown 30 years ago, okay? Uh, and, and, of course, uh, you know, everybody wants to remember uh, again, how he left the program. Well, they stripped him, okay? They stripped the program of, of scholarships, et cetera. They were very punitive against LSU. And the, the part of the reason why is Dale Brown uh, continually spoke out against the NCAA. I know it was tough for, uh, for um, uh, John Brady to come in and take over and, again, to have to kind of work his way out and work, work back to, again, uh, getting this, this team back to the NCAA, uh, NCAAs and, again, to the Final Four. Uh, but uh, Dale Brown deserves better. He deserves better. And uh, I'm frustrated by it. I know a lot of people are frustrated by it. Uh, and hopefully, again, these individuals who are politically connected, who have the dollars, do not get their way. Now, they're going to talk about equality. And then again, they're going to again they're going to talk about uh, Sue Gunther, and I talked about it before. If you're going to do it, you need to do it immediately. Don't don't come back later on and say it's Sue Gunther Court, okay? As well, but that's what it's going to come down to. They're going to talk about it should be it should be Brown Gunther Court, and I mentioned that a long time ago. Uh, but it's very very frustrating for those of us 
who are big fans of Dale Brown, who respect Dale Brown and respect what he did in this in this in this um, state in terms of again being really the godfather of basketball. Um, had some great players come out of, out of Louisiana, out of LSU. Bob Pettit, Pete Maravich. We can go on and on and on. Uh, but Dale Brown is the best coach uh, that they've ever had. You could, you could argue with Will Wade, some of the other coaches. Uh, maybe McMahon become, becomes a better one. But right now, uh, the, the guy that put LSU basketball on the map after Pete Maravich uh, left was Dale Brown. He resurrected the program. All right, let's head to the uh, guest line. Joining us on the program is Gary Smith, Wave Report, also advocate in Times-Picayune. And, look, there's a renaissance with Tulane Athletics right now. Uh, for those Tulane fans that have been squawking and screaming for years that Tulane doesn't get the coverage, nobody talks about Tulane. Tulane's the stepchild here in, in South Louisiana, even in New Orleans when it comes to sports, uh, talking about sports. Uh, you know what? That's, that's all changed now. The basketball team is playing well. The football team's coming on a Cotton Bowl victory. If you want to know what's happening with your wave, there's only one place to go. It's the wave report. It's the wave report. So, again, you call yourself a Tulane fan, it's inexpensive, and you keep up with everything that's going on with Tulane. Subscribe to the wave report. And, of course, Gary Smith is the proprietor of the wave report, and, we, and he joins us, thankfully, every single week. Gary, how are you, buddy? Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, it, it's definitely a renaissance. I've, I'm trying to think of a time when Tulane had, in one year, when Tulane had this good a football program and this good a basketball program in, in, the, in the same season, and, and, I, and I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> um, you know what? It, it, I, I don't think, it, uh, at least not in, uh, it's not in my yeah, lifetime. Yeah, yeah, not and in I'm mine. Older than you. Obviously, in 98, that, that was one of Perry Clark. Perry Clark, and I'm going to mention him in a second, the, the, you mentioned Dale Brown in the intro here. Perry Clark, right. the greatest basketball coach in, in, in Tulane history. That was one of his worst years ever. <laughs> it was 1998 in his time, at, and it was his worst year in his time at Tulane. And that was when Tulane went 12 and 0 that year. So you so you can throw that out. I, I, yeah, I, I I agree. I don't. And and when the football team was good before, yeah, there was no that this this right here. This is the best combined football basketball season that that, that Tulane's had in, in your or my lifetime. Uh, no doubt. And let's hope baseball is going to going to come around because that's the one yeah. you could always hold your uh, you know you can always hang your hat on again. Tulane baseball is going to be, going to be yeah. tops, and and hopefully that's going to happen this this upcoming season. Yeah, I have no clue on that. I I, I really like Jay Ullman as a person. I I just right. yeah, Tulane took the road, never traveled in hiring a, a, an assistant coach of a, a staff that failed to be successful to be the head coach. But that doesn't mean it won't work if you have the right guy. I just don't know. We're gonna in, in two weeks. We're gonna find out about the the beginning of that 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 baseball season. But um, he he's definitely he'll be a, he'll definitely be a breath of fresh air for for for, mm-hmm. for Tulane fans just in the in the way he talks. <laughs> right. No doubt. Uh, let's take football first. And, and yesterday was National Signing Day. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of anticlimactic now yeah, with, it, again, early <laughs> signing period. Uh, did Tulane, uh, again, get any, any last-minute no. signees? They did not. They, they, they brought in a, 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 another quarterback for an official visit a couple of weeks ago. He's really the only guy who visited. Um, he, uh, he, and and they, 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 you know, they weren't really sold on needing another quarterback, and they, they, they decided whether he would have come to Tulane or not, I don't know, but they decided to pass anyway. So there was, no, they, there was, there was nobody they were after. They're actually they're over the scholarship limit right now. Those things always take care of themselves i mean they have right. to but it, it, it they will right now they're at 88 scholarship players if you count the the, the freshmen the 17 freshmen that are coming in in, in the summer they're going to have they have 71 scholarship players on their on their spring roster but that'll take care of itself it, it, it always does but 
they don't want to, they didn't, you know, to add, to, to go even farther over the limit right now, it would need to be a player, a special player. I mean, they, they're certainly not going to rule out taking another mm-hmm. player from the transfer portal, but they loved the freshman class that they signed in December, and they just right. didn't really have any room to, to, to get anybody else unless it was going to be a true difference maker. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see if they're active in, in, in the spring set of, of, the, um, of the transfer portal. But you wrote a great article the other day, eight uh, transfer portal players that will be participating in spring. Yep. Uh, they, they really helped this team get over the top last year. And again, the 10 transfer portal uh, kids. And look, the beautiful thing about this show is you're on this show. You mentioned this back again in spring, uh, again, about the transfer portal players mm-hmm. possibly making a difference. And they were the difference in yep. this team this year. What would you think about the new eight that are coming in? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, almost literally impossible for this group to make as big an impact as last year's group did because that was a once in a lifetime deal they they brought in 10 guys nine of them were tremendous <laughs> contributors um, maybe eight were tremendous contributors tylo phillips had a pretty good year on the defensive line and 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 shoddy clayton johnson Probably would have had a great year if there wasn't some some guy named Ty J Spears in front right. of him. And, and Shadi actually had a huge run when he, he, he in one of his carries in the in the in the Cotton Bowl when when uh, Ty J, when Spears was being rested. Clayton Johnson had a, had a long run. He's gonna have he's gonna be a thousand yard rusher last next year, I'm sure. But uh, it, it was extraordinary. But I do think they have filled some needs again this year, and I think that they'll this. It, 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 it won't. They won't have the same impact as last year, but they're gonna. They're, they're gonna have a bigger impact than any of the other transfer classes did before. They, they've really hit. They, they've they've found the winning formula, and uh, yeah, they they they're losing their top three safeties from last from from last year. All of their starters, Larry Brooks, Lummy Young, and, and uh, Making Clark, who who they moved to nickel, but but had had started at safety the year before. And so they brought in four four defensive backs, most of them who are who are safety type players. Because um, that was that was a need that they they needed, and then of course they're losing their top two linebackers, and they brought in Grubbs from from Louisiana Tech, who I think is going to be a, a plug and play starter right, right. away. Um, yeah, it, it's just this this they they found that that formula, and uh, I, I I can't imagine that they're not going to have a lot of success with these guys for the second straight year. Swoboda again, it was announced that, he, that he's leaving the program and trying to go back close to home. Any inside story that you could tell us? Not, I'm, you know, I was, like I said, I, that was one where I, I, I whiffed um, at the time, but I know, look, I've talked to a lot of insiders, they whiffed too. This is a, to me, this is a mystery to me, what the heck happened here. Obviously, whatever they did worked, and it, 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 it's apparent now that Slade Nagel did call the plays in, in the fall, okay. even though I talked to a couple of players before the Cotton Bowl who didn't seem to be aware of that fact, because um, uh, their, their play calling was absolutely terrific mm-hmm. last year, the best I've seen in, in the way they set up plays from one to the next and, and, and that kind of stuff. Um, I, I, you know, I, I really liked Sabota. I thought he, I, he was smart. I liked talking to him. I liked his mm-hmm. ideas. Obviously, it was a staff concept, but I did tell you, I didn't, I didn't think that once, once he got demoted, I didn't see any real path for him to stay on no. the staff. I mean, this is okay. a guy who gave up a head coach. Yes, it was Division Two, but he gave mm-hmm. up a head coaching job. He succeeded Willie Fritz at Central Missouri and had been there mm-hmm. ever since because he wanted to be a play caller and an offensive coordinator. And uh, I, I, <laughs> it's awfully strange to me um, that when you had this much success, but I, look, 
obviously, I mean, there, there's no debate now. He's, he's not on the staff anymore. There was yep. some type of friction there uh, along the way, and maybe it was as simple as that athletic story that Willie Fritz just didn't like what he saw in the spring. Mm-hmm. Their offense was disjointed in the spring, um, right. but that happens when you have that many coaching changes and, and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I, it, it, it's a mystery to me, but if Slade Nagel was the guy calling the plays this past year, then they've got a good one because um, uh, – yeah. It was terrific. Watching that offense yes. was a pleasure this past season. It really was. Gary Smith with us, Wave Report, Noel.com, the Times Picayune, and the Advocate. Uh, Tulane basketball, 14 and 7, 7 and 3 in, in, the, in the conference. Just beat SMU uh, last night. They're in fourth place, but only two games out of first place. Uh, let me ask you, like I asked Madeline Adams and also uh, Ricardo Lacombe on, on, the, on the TV show today is this, is this a tournament team? I'm going to give you a two-part answer on that. Okay. Is this an NCAA tournament caliber basketball team? Absolutely it is. Um, is this an NCAA tournament team? Not if they don't win the conference tournament. It's not. That's just the reality of the way the NCAA selection committee selects fields. It's all about your schedule strength, your non-conference schedule strength, who you beat at a conference, and how many quad one wins you have. And they don't give a damn about how good you are or where you finish in your conference or, or stuff like that. I actually, I, I used an example on my message board um, this week on uh, the Wave Report that about five, four, five years ago, USC finished second in the Pac-12, went 12 and six, second to a number one seed in Arizona. They made the conference tournament championship game and they didn't get into the NCAA tournament while Arizona State, which finished eighth in the Pac-12 and lost in the first round of the conference tournament, did because they had about five or six quad one wins <laughs> before the uh, conference schedule started. Tulane's net ranking, which is what the committee uses as its primary tool, is 100 right now because they just didn't they, – they, they were injury plagued. They had illnesses, and they just didn't play well in their non-conference schedule. And there's very few quad one opportunities in, in the league. They, they get one this Saturday. They're playing at Memphis, um, and then their game at Houston. That will probably be their only other one this year. Having said all that, <laughs> I've drunk the Kool Aid with this team, but I, this is a terrific team. I do not put it—I do not put it past this team in the least to go um, to Fort Worth and win the conference tournament. I really—I right. told you last week. I think we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll, we'll, I'll know much better after the Memphis game. But if this team can win at Memphis on Saturday, I think they are going to finish second to Houston in, 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 in the regular season. And with the talent and the offensive explosion on this explosive ability on this team, I absolutely would not put it past them to go to Fort Worth. And and win three games, but at large possibilities, the NCA would have to take would have to break a lot of precedent over the years oh, yeah. to consider Tulane, and that it's, right. it, and it's a shame because I'm not. I think this Tulane team may be as good as any team that's ever played at basketball at Tulane, and if they were to that, get into the NCA tournament, I don't think they would be a one and done team. Okay, that, that's a strong comment, no doubt. UNO is six and fourteen. Uh, again, they. Um, um, they are three and six uh, in the in the conference. Uh, again, they're eighth. They're four games out the loss column uh, of again of, yeah. of getting in and getting uh, uh, moving up. Uh, I, uh, I believe uh, out of the top four, uh, Southeastern leads the conference. Nichols is is actually in the fourth place, but there's a, there's a three way tie with Northwestern and the two Texas A and M's for second place. What's up with UNL? Yeah, they're just they're they're not playing well. They're um, I, I went to both I, I went I went to the southeastern game on Saturday at Lakefront Arena last weekend. Um, Mark Schlesinger is perplexed. It boils down to, to well two factors. One, 
they just can't they can't stop turning the ball over. Uh, that <laughs> it, it it was priority number one for him going into the week, and then they they just turned the ball over in droves in both of their losses to Southeastern, a very good Southeastern team that may very well win the league, but 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 they, they they've got to fix that. Um, it, it just <laughs> they they're a pretty good UNO is a pretty good offensive team this year. They're certainly shooting the ball from three. They've got the leading three point shooter in the nation, <laughs> shooting almost fifty percent. Jordan Johnson. But their defense is just not what it used to be. And, and again, mm-hmm. you, you can't win. I think Southeastern took like 18 more shots than UNO on, on Saturday. You're, that, that's not, and it wasn't because of rebounding. It was because of turnovers. And, and you're not going to win without that. UNO plays a game tonight um, against the preseason conference favorites. Um, um, Texas A&M Corpus Christi, that's a must-win for UNO to have any chance to really get back in in the race. But really right now it's just a matter – Marsh Lessinger says he still believes in his team. He still feels like they're going to get it together, but they don't have a lot of time. they they got to start by, by beating the preseason conference favorite tonight, and then they get another home game on Saturday. If they can win both of those games – then they'll have a shot down the stretch to move back up the standings. But this was a team that two weeks ago played for a tie for first place. If they'd have beaten Texas A&M Commerce, they lost it. That started a a big losing streak, and now they're in eighth place. Yeah, it's rough. It really is rough (laughs) for for the privateers. You don't know that about the women's team is not playing well. Tulane's women's team is struggling right now, even though, again, you know, they're – uh, they're ninth in the AAC, thirteen and nine with a winning record, but yeah. losing record within the uh, conference. Right. All those women is, are ranked tenth in the nation, nineteen mm-hmm. and one. They're twelve and one in the conference, and and, and the men are fifteenth. They're seventeen and four, twelve and two in the con- in, in the conference. There, they're in first place in the conference. If you want to talk about a, a team uptown that's playing well, it's both Loyola men and women. Again, what, what a story! I mean, I, I can still remember about eight, nine years ago when Tulane, when when Ed Conroy was Tulane's coach, and they played Loyola in mm-hmm. an exhibition game, and that was one of the worst basketball teams I've ever seen in my life. I mean, they they couldn't do anything. Um, they it was it was a Tulane, which turned out to be a terrible Tulane beat Loyola by like fifty points that that night. And now you go to where Loyola is. Last year, Loyola beat UNO in an exhibition, and that was a UNO team that almost won the Southland Conference in the right. in, in the regular season. Um, it, 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 it's it, it's fun to watch what, what, what that program is doing. Coaching changes don't matter apparently. That 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 program is has now been built for success. Right, no doubt about it. Gary, as always, man, thanks so much for your time each and every week. Tell the folks about your fantastic site, how they can subscribe to the Wave Report, how folks can follow you on social media. Sure. TheWaveReport.com, and, and, and if it was a little, if my explanation, if I sound negative about the Tulane basketball team, it's not that I'm negative. I think it's a terrific team. It's just the reality about their NCAA tournament chances that you can go, you can see a post I made on on that website explaining exactly what I'm talking about there in terms of their at-large hopes. And, and and for for the Tulane baseball diehards, just put up a feature on Dylan Carmouche, their picture uh, on the on the advocate on on the NOLA.com website. Um, Tulane's counting on him. They, they feel like he can be a 10-game winner this year. Tulane has not had a 10-game winner since uh, since um, since um, Massey in 2016. It's not a common thing. That's how that's how high Jay Ullman is on his Friday night starter. And and if uh, Dylan Carmouche can can live up to the to, to that potential, that'll be a good start for Tulane trying to end that seven-year regional drought that it's on right now. Beautiful. We'll talk more of that about that as we get a little further in. No doubt about it. Thank you for your time, my friend, and we will talk next week. Thanks for having me on.
at Gary Smith on Twitter. That's Gary Smith with us each and every week from the Wave Report on Noel.com, the Times Picayune. Folks, again, I've introduced you this week to a brand new sponsor. I'm so excited about Acadian Custom Shutters coming on. Uh, Acadian Custom Shutters is not, uh, uh, again, uh, to be confused with Acadian Windows or any other Acadian company. They are locally owned and operated. And, again, they, they will handle everything for you when it comes to, again, uh, outdoor shutters, shutters for hurricane shutters, uh, indoor, outdoor, interaction exterior shutters, window coverings, awnings, patio covers. Uh, I mean, American products with excellent personal service, affordable price, uh, and, and, of course, again, the attention to detail that you want when you're dealing with uh, a contractor. Right now, you can call in, 10% off their spring sale. It ends March 15th. You know, everybody wants to save a little money, but I'm telling you, you go with this company because, again, the attention to detail, uh, the professionalism, and the product that they're giving you an opportunity to be able to, again, purchase. Um, Monroe is, is the owner there. In a lot of cases, you'll be dealing with him directly. Uh, again, as I mentioned with, with us here at, at, our, at my home, you know, never over-promised, always over-delivered. Uh, if you're looking, again, to beautify your home uh, with, with, um, with uh, window coverings, uh, Acadium Custom Shutters uh, window coverings are, are second to none. Inter- interior plantation shutters, Roman shades, draperies, uh, all American-made, all locally sourced, and, and, and affordable options for your budget when it comes to window coverings. Uh, and, and, of course, you're getting locally owned and operated. Uh, when, you, when it comes to Acadian Custom Shutters. Their design services are available for you, free in-home estimates. Man, I tell you, they just make it so easy for you. So, again, if, you, if you're planning to be able to make a change in, in terms of the window coverings for your home, or maybe you're moving into a home and, and, and really it's a blank canvas, uh, allow my friends over to Acadian Custom Shutters to come in uh, and bring them your plans and your window schedule, and they'll be the experts. They will help you build your dream that fits your budget. And that's the thing, fits your budget. Uh, they have so many options for you. They're going to have something that fits your budget. When it comes to hurricane shutters, and look, we're not that far away from hurricane season, now's the time to act. Don't act again late in the season and then expect those shutters to go up in a week. Remember, those, those are locally made, American-made, locally sourced for you, uh, and their, screw, their crews are experts when it comes to, again, installing shutters at your home and, of course, a large selection for you as well. Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119. That's AcadianCustomShutters.com. And remember, 10% off on the spring sale with you again until March 15th. Again, the sale ends March 15th. Call my friends over at Acadian Custom Shutters, South Shore, North Shore, South Louisiana, Mississippi Gulf Coast, 985-893-3119. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant and the Hideout Bar, uh, and again, uh, all are open late, all are open seven days a week, and they're your Mardi Gras headquarters. We'll be right back with Ross Jackson of Locked On Saints Podcast. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by KFC. All comfort, only five bucks for a limited time. Get KFC's Pot Pie for just $5. Made with tender chicken, delicious veggies, savory sauce, and topped with a flaky crust. Only at KFC. That's finger licking good. Delays are solid if you're traveling 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal. Also, delays pick back up on 10 westbound from just past City Park to the airport. 
Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City connection with delays from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Look out for an accident polling at St. Claude, and school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Cumulus Media Traffic Center. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. It doesn't matter where you live. If you're looking to upgrade your air conditioning system, your heating system, maybe you're having issues with your air conditioning heating system. Maybe you're looking for a generator for your home or your business, or again, you're concerned about again, the air quality in your business or your home. APCO Whole Home Air Treatment System is what, again, my friends at Burkhardt can offer you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. Uh, Nate certified technicians only doing the work that's necessary. Experts when it comes to installing uh, installing your, your systems. And, of course, the Burkhardt name standing behind everything they do. Uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, truly a company can trust. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handled. Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com until Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. 
Today's program brought to you by those Oceana family of restaurants. Don't forget about Bobby Abraham's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. That's right, Bobby Abraham's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted number one restaurant in Metro by TripAdvisor. Remember, selling, uh, again, uh, renting, pardon me, renting you parking spots uh, for the upcoming Metro parades. Just contact the restaurant, uh, and of course, again, if there's available availability on the night you want, it's perfect. Again, you got the food, drink, uh, you got the, the restrooms right there. Uh, of course, if, if you're not going for the Mardi Gras, you're going just to have a fantastic meal. Remember, they got a, uh, a menu that, again, has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails, incredible beer selection, and if you're a sports fan, TVs everywhere. Over 30-plus TVs, uh, and again, you'll never miss a play. Even TVs in the restroom, and I kid you not, even TVs in the restroom. And of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique because the perfect combination of Louisiana sports, cu- sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. That means, again, the memorabilia you see, which is one of a kind. It's like a museum. Uh, you can enjoy that as well. Uh, fantastic bartenders serving amazing cocktails. Hey, you want to find out more? It's BobbyABears.com. That's BobbyABears.com. Open seven days a week. Open late for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bears Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. You know, today's one of those days where I just I wish I had Ross Jackson for an entire hour. Uh, he does a fantastic job for Saints Wire, CrestedSports.com, and of course, Locked On Saints podcast. And we're, we're again, we're uh, so gracious that he joins us each and every week here on this program. Ross, how are you, my friend? Hey, buddy, doing great, doing great. Thanks so much as always for having me on. Always good. Let's start off with Sean Payton and your thoughts on on again the um, uh, the compensation and of course him going to uh, the to, to the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I think you know the Denver Broncos were clearly the kind of best place for him to land, right? I mean, between there and the Arizona Cardinals, it just feels like the Denver Broncos are just in a better coaching situation, better quarterback, better defense, all those things. So it's a, it's a good landing spot for him in terms of the compensation. Um, you know, it, it's, it's probably not what a lot of people expected it to be two first round picks, two second round picks, of course, going for John Gruden. And I think a lot of comparisons are drawn to that, but, uh, Sean or the Saints getting Sean off, you know, off, not off the roster, but he wasn't going to be a part of this team's future, uh, you know, moving forward. So getting a first round pick in return for that is something that gets them back into uh, that first round. And that's a good win for them. Uh, swapping or advancing their third round pick up to a second round pick that also helps to move them up. And so it wasn't necessarily the full return that maybe some folks had expected, but in terms of getting something back for a guy that wasn't a part of your future anyway, uh, I think the Saints, you know, walked out of this in probably the best case scenario that was actually available to them. Yeah, and and, and you know, I know you know my, my my feeling from now on from just being on social media. To me, they didn't get enough. I mean, it is a mm-hmm. it is a high second round pick with a fifth year option when you're getting around 29, 30, 31, 32. Um, you said it. It's a really a pick swap in the in, in, in 2024, yep. where this where again the Saints are giving up their three for Denver's two. Um, you know, and again, if you look at it again, if you just want to look at it another way, if they gave you a second round, you got the second round pick, but you gave up your third as the sweetener, that kind of devalues the second round pick. Um, and, and I felt like, again, they, they I know they didn't want to wait, but they could have waited till next season and maybe got the same deal out of someone else. Uh, and especially with him making 17 to $20 million now. Uh, and of course, you kind of figured he, he was the, he was the coach they wanted all along. Uh, I, I gotta definitely think that when you throw the sweetener in there, as, as Loomis did, that the Denver won the deal. Yeah, I think you know uh, there's two ways to look at it, right? The Saints gave up that third round pick as a sweetener, or you look at it as they advanced their second round pick to to a right. oh, sorry their third round pick to a second round pick, much like last year they gave up 
2023 first round pick to get that 2022 first round pick. But really what they're doing is advancing that pick to a, a year earlier. So you're advancing that pick to, to a round mm-hmm. earlier. And that's, that's one way that you can look at it. But if the, if the sweetener and, and all that was a, was a part of the deal, then that's, you know, not obviously not the greatest look for that return in terms of helping sure. to devalue the return. Um, but and then, he's in the yeah, AFC. Actually, that's a good thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, I think the one thing that you're that you're looking for is um, the only other question that we have left to ask is if they would have waited a year, would they have been able to get the same compensation mm-hmm. or better compensation right. or something like that? And that's, you know, we would have to see kind of where that all went because you could use that as a piece of the bargaining chip if you're the team that's trying to acquire him to say, hey, mm-hmm. he's been out of coaching for two years and potentially drop that value. But that's maybe the only other sort of unknown that's really, you know, interesting to consider. Uh, but, you know, I, I think in terms of the offers that were available to them, which at this point would have been, what, Arizona and right. um, and Denver, they, they got the best of what they were going to get on the market. You know, again, and, and I'm one that, that believes that there's a real good possibility Chicago will be available next year, both L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, franchises and, and, and possibly Dallas. And, and that, yeah. that, to me, would be a bidding war. But, again, we don't know. I mean, that's just a crystal ball. We have no idea. Uh, but, yeah. again, yeah. Uh, again, I differ on, on a lot of our colleagues in terms of, you know, how they thought about the compensation. But, everybody, look, everybody's got an opinion. Um, yeah, exactly. Th- th- Nothing's wrong. Yeah, sure. Let's let's talk about um, uh, the the, the co-defensive coordinators uh, and Ryan Nielsen first going to Atlanta. How do you let that happen? Again, he wants to be a defensive coordinator. I get it. You want to make sure you protect yourself, but you know that they don't want him going to a division rival. Yeah, you know, there's not really much that they could do, right? I mean, he was a co-defensive coordinator, and so getting an opportunity to uh, be in Atlanta and you know be hired away as the defensive coordinator is considered a promotion. Uh, the only thing the Saints could have potentially done was if there were these philosophical differences that led to them moving on from Chris Richard at right. the end of it all, that maybe, you know, you could have approached Ryan Nielsen and said, hey, we're, we're wanting to go back to one defensive coordinator. We're, we're parting ways with Chris Richard. We want you to be the defensive coordinator. And then maybe that could have helped to keep them in New Orleans. But the issue yes. is the play calling. The issue there is the play calling. Right. That the NFL views a defensive coordinator position in which you don't call plays they consider it a promotion to move into a defensive coordinator position where you do mm-hmm. call play. So it's still going from, you know, if they would have kept him on as the DC going from uh, new Orleans to Atlanta would still be considered promotion, even in that right. case. And so, you know, they just not really a lot that they could do. The only thing that they could have done was preemptively uh, 2022. They could have done it with one defensive coordinator as opposed to the co-defensive coordinator. Sure. Structure. Um, you know, that's really the only way that they could have changed that outcome. So, you know, it's things that it, he ends up going to, uh, ends up going to a division rival, it stings even more that he might not be the only one, right? Chris Richard, um, Mm -hmm. you know, interviewed for that job in Carolina as well. And so, you know, I think that it it, it stings that it goes to the defensive, um, that it goes to the the team within the division. But where you're really watching next is who are the free agents that follow him, right? Because you have a lot of free agents over on the defensive side. And so Mm -hmm. that's where it can really, really start to set in what you lost there. Plus, you lost a really good defensive line coach. That's the other part mm-hmm. of it. Again, a guy that again that that right, that, right. Uh, really helps again uh, uh, help that defensive line, uh, getting guys better. Uh, the other part of it is again, and this has been my my, my take since really since the end of the season. That, that Allen needs to concentrate on being the head coach, 
And this would have been one of those times where you say, look, I, I know I'm the defensive coordinator. I know I know defense. I got the, I got the veto power uh, in, with the headset. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little bit off my plate and give a, a defensive coordinator an opportunity to be the play caller, to set up the game plan. I'll be in there with them. But, again, I, I have veto power. That would have kept a guy like Nielsen around, and you don't lose him. And then maybe, again, as we're going into a year where he might be on the hot seat a little bit, Allen can concentrate on, again, being the head coach of the football team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's absolutely right. There is a way if they could have done that, but you know, I think part of Dennis Allen's you know style as a head coach is going to be right. molding that defense and building the defense mm-hmm. and you know being able to call those defensive plays. And so, you know, that would have been a big philosophical change for Dennis Allen that you know might not have paid off for him because it's the thing that makes him special, right? Like it's it's the thing that is that that has that did work in uh in 2022 so it's it's such a uh, you know complex and really just sort of nuanced conversation i really wish we did have an hour uh to oh, i'm telling <laughs> you uh, we could we could do an hour on this uh, there's no doubt oh, easily, there's no easily. doubt i have to come through i have to come through for the uh for the cameras yeah uh, for you here soon we'll do it then yeah but we'll uh, definitely do I, it I, yeah but it it is um it is a situation where you know, there are some things that could have happened in before 2022. There were decisions that were made mm-hmm. in 2022 that you're kind of now feeling the effects of in 2023. And, and a lot of that just kind of stems from the team, you know, being in a situation where they had to replace their head coach and then everything right. else followed from there. But, you know, there is an opportunity now for Dennis Allen to build out his own defensive staff, which is a really interesting yes. consideration. I mean, not that he hasn't been doing that since 2017, but now it's kind of he's got full control over what this looks like. So it'll be very interesting to see if that, how that changes things for him and his ability to then be able to focus more as head coach because he's got, you know, he's built out his own new defensive staff that he trusts. So uh, maybe there's benefits to this both ways, but, you know, overall you, you hate losing the guys the way that, that you right. They're good coaches, but they're, they're Sean Payton's coaches. They are. And, 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 again, I do believe that for him to get a fair shake this year, uh, he needs to be able to put his own staff together. And, yeah. and continuity didn't work last year, so he's going he's gonna to hire a defensive coordinator, a, a, a defensive line coach, and a defensive back coach. Possibly, again, they hold on to Michael Hodges. Maybe Michael Hodges heads the heads with Sean Payton. We don't know. I know they want to try to hold on to him. And I think the same should be said for the offensive side of the ball. You know, again, uh, we, we saw a situation uh, where Ronald Curry uh, interviewed with the, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for their offensive coordinatorship. It, we've been hearing that, again, he might be the play caller on game day. Uh, you know, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, look, uh, you know, Coach RC gets a gets a lot of love, and it's 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 very much uh, deserved. I mean, he's he has been somebody that has been quickly uh, and consistently been a part of those coaching conversations, and you know, has a really good reputation within coaching circles. But yeah, I think him getting the the interview over at Tampa, and by the way, he also interviewed for. He told us uh, here in Mobile that he also interviewed for other positions uh, like that uh, last year as well. So I didn't realize that. Yeah, so you're starting to see now two. That would make this two years in a row in which he's, you know, received these kind of calls for offensive coordinator. So I'm curious to see how the, the Saints respond to that, whether that be this offseason or next offseason, in terms of their plans with Ronald Curry, because they have, it's very clear the trajectory that they've been building him up to. They want him to be an offensive coordinator. They want to get him there. Um, yes. But it's going to be very interesting to see if he, if he lasts long enough to do it for this franchise or ends up doing it somewhere else. Yeah. Who stuck out to you this week at Senior Bowl that may be on the Saints board? 
Well, I'm going to start with the local guy. Uh, Tajay Spears has been absolutely yeah, you're incredible, right. of course. Of course, the two-lane running back. Uh, I, I was out there just a moment ago here on day three, and they were running through some pass protection drills. And so Tajay lined up, and I thought, okay, well, I'll go up and I'll film you know, Tajay and pass protection because I think that's a really important thing for uh, running backs, especially in today's, um, in today's NFL. And instead, he, he runs a route to where he pushes from upfield, cuts toward the outside sidelines, and then just drops his hips and completely changes direction going the other way, leaves the defender in the dust. And it just created this stir of oohs and ahs from, uh, from the audience. He is having a phenomenal week uh, here at the Senior Bowl. And he was already somebody that was getting a lot yes. of attention, right? I mean, yes, he's one he of the was. better running backs in the country or in the nation. Uh, so he's been a big one. Um, SMU wide receiver Rashi Rice has had a really, mm-hmm. really good uh, time. Both of these guys would be great fits for the New Orleans Saints, but they're going to have a lot of competition for sure. Um, Rashi is one of the, he was the most targeted college football wide receiver in the nation last year uh, and was, you know, one of the guys that I believe he was tied for second in most contested catches in that season as well. So he gets a lot of attention and he, you know, more times than not, when he has to go up for a ball, he comes down with it. And then over on the, um, the defensive side, Riley Moss, the cornerback from Iowa, just fast as can be, really, really physical, good technique when it comes to uh, press man coverage. So, you know, I don't know that that's a spot that the Saints are really too concerned mm-hmm. about, you know, or spending an early pick on. But some of these younger defensive backs that have been able to, you know, really show out here this week maybe help themselves uh, quite a bit. If it's not with the Saints, then certainly with, with other teams around the NFL. I do think defensive tackle and guard are going to be two two areas. Did anybody mm-hmm. stuck out to you in, in those positions? Um, it, honestly, the, the offensive line outperformed the defensive line so consistently here here in Mobile. It's it's kind of uh, it's kind of strange. Uh, but uh, there's a, a Northwestern um, defensive tackle. Uh, I believe it's uh, Ari Arawaware, excuse me, and he um, he's somebody that you know found a couple of wins against some of those mm-hmm. really good interior offensive linemen that are here in Mobile this year. Um, he might be the only one that really stuck out, really flashed. Though outside of that, I mean, the offensive line was pretty dominant up against the defensive uh, the defensive line. The good news though for the Saints is that you know their need for defensive tackle. There's so many. Uh, good defensive tackles. Some of the top defensive tackles coming out of this year's class were underclassmen or uh, weren't here at the Senior Bowl. So uh, they're not limited to the pool that we've seen here that's yeah. kind of underwhelmed. Sounds good. Always appreciate your time. Thanks so much. And, and again, I'll, I'll tell everybody right now, you want to find out what's going on with, you, with your New Orleans Saints, you've got to check out the podcast, Locked on Saints podcast. does a great job for Saints Wire. Also writing now for CrestedSports.com. Tell folks how they can follow you on social media. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you so much, Eric, as always. Uh, yeah, if you want to keep up with everything that's, that I've got going on, uh, you can find the Locked on Saints podcast free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube uh, as well. Just search Locked on Saints wherever you get your podcast. Uh, and then you can also find all, all the written work at CrescentCitySports.com. And then, of course, uh, you can find it all together on Twitter at Ross Jackson Nola. I appreciate you, buddy. Thanks, as always, for having me on. Same, same here, my friend, and I look forward to next week, and we'll, we'll expound a little bit more on what's going on, especially with the staff, and hopefully that, that again, Peyton's not going to be poaching, again, this staff away from mm-hmm. well, both, again, the front office and, and the staff away from the Saints. That's the next thing you've got to wait watch for, that shoe to drop, so we'll be watching yeah. for that. Thank, yeah. thank you, as always. Have a safe trip back to the city. Absolute pleasure. I appreciate you, buddy. Take care. Stay safe.
There he goes. Uh, Ross Jackson. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. If your AC breaks down, if your heater breaks down, because when that yo-yo type of season right now, it's New Orleans winter. Uh, you got to make sure both are operating correctly and, and also safely. Call my friends over at Burkhardt. Uh, they'll get somebody out quickly to you. They give you a 30-minute courtesy call. I, I got a guy coming to fix my freezer tomorrow, right? You know they told me? 8 to 5. You know how frustrating 8 to 5 is? Frust- 8 to 5 is any time. I mean, I got to be here all day long. I got to hope they're not going to come in between 4 and 6. If it, if it was Burkhardt, I don't have that problem. You know why? Because Burkhardt will tell me we're going to give you a, a, a timeline. Then we're going to give you a 30-minute courtesy call before we come. That means, again, I could be running errands all day long. I continue to take meetings all day long. No, again, I'm chained to, the, to, again, the freezer for the repairman to come. You don't get that with Burkhardt. Again, that's just part of the customer service that you get with, with a fine company like Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, you want a company you can trust? It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Always looking out for their customers. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby e. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, The Hideout Bar. All are open late, all are open seven days a week, and all are open through holidays. Valentine's, Mardi Gras, think about the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in an authentic French Quarter Courtyard. On our Bourbon Street balcony, come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just says, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe, open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. At Acadian Custom Shutters, we specialize in beautifying the interior of your home with Acadian Custom Shutters window coverings. Our products are American-made and locally sourced, offering affordable options to fit your budget when it comes to window coverings. Interior plantation shutters, Roman shades, draperies, and more. Locally owned and operated, Acadian Custom Shutters offers design services, free in-home estimates. Bring your plans and window schedule, and our experts will help you build your dream that fits your budget. Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119 or at AcadianCustomShutters.com. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep your operation running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond and Buffalo, Maria and Miami, and Jules and Troy. 
taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with high quality supplies for every industry, plus real time product availability and access to experts ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Get an early jump on St. Patrick's Day by catching Irish American Celtic band Flogging Molly performing their punk hits this Friday night at the Fillmore above Harris Casino. Or for a great Mardi Gras party, grab a costume and head on Friday night to the Joy Theater for Carnivoid, featuring performances by the Iceman Special as well as Government Magic. For Mardi Gras parade maps and more ideas on what to do this carnival season, pick up the new issue of Where You At Magazine at restaurants, coffee shops, and retail outlets all over town. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. Don't forget about the Oceana Family of Restaurants, your Mardi Gras party headquarters. That's right, Old New Orleans Cookery, two Bourbon Street balconies selling tickets right now. Also, again, Mambo's Bourbon Street balcony and a rooftop bar. You can rent a parking spot for the memory parades at Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. You can always start and end your, end your Mardi Gras over at Oceana Grill from breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They're open late. Uh, and, and, of course, again, uh, don't forget also, again, about the entire uh, 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 restaurant group. Uh, that is our friends over at Oceana Grill and more. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. Alec Cassell, the Bird Rice, joins us talking Pels. That'll be followed by our friend um, uh, Jordy Collada. We'll talk some LSU and Saints with him. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Stick around, won't you? Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
handle the truth. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? What we've got here is failure to communicate. Stick to the truth is what you're good at. Inside New Orleans, I'm your host, Derek Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Don't forget iHeartRadio app, tune in radio app, our digital platforms. NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. And, of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. And, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. I want to thank Ross Jackson and Gary Smith for joining us in the first hour. We're just a few minutes away from Ali Cassell, the Bird Rice Talking Pels. Uh, also, again, um, uh, Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show. Picking up where I, what I talked about in the first hour, right? Uh, again, there is a group of, of well-politically connected, well-politically connected uh, people with money, real money, that are trying to now turn, uh, uh, overturn the uh, the Dale Brown court um, uh, that was that was awarded to uh, Dale Brown last year, uh, the naming of the court, uh, and now there's a push um, that again maybe they want to make it the Gunther Brown court or Brown Gunther court. I said last year you do it then, you you don't you don't give Dale Brown the honor. And then come back later on and say, okay, no, no, we're gonna we're gonna put Sue Gunther down there on, on, on the court. I'm not saying Sue Gunther didn't deserve it, but I'm saying you've already given the court name to Dale Brown, and now you again in in the name of and I'm doing air quotes in the name of equality here, you're gonna use your political connection and your money to try to push this. You know, some people really got got an axe to grind with Dale Brown to to you know. For the life of me, I just do not understand it. I do not understand, you know, again. Uh, and this is a guy that gave everything uh, to, to LSU basketball, resurrected LSU basketball. Uh, again, I'll say it again, like I said in the first hour, uh, all the uh, nonsense about, again, paying Lester Earl with a shoebox full of money has been debunked. Uh, Lester Earl has come out and said that that never happened. He was pressured by the NCAA to say that. Johnny Jones never gave him any money. Dale Brown was not involved in that. And Dale Brown fought the, fought the NCAA uh, his entire time in, 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 in uh, coaching LSU uh, and fighting for the rights that players have now. NIL, okay, uh, again, the, the ability you know, to transfer. I mean, all these things that Dale Brown fought for, again, ahead of his time because he always looked out for the player. And, uh, again, LSU, uh, again, uh, was really crappy in the way they 
Um, they honored him with this little this little name on the side of the court. When again, most in, individuals that are that are honored, you know, they, you can see it emboldened on the court. I mean, you look around just the SEC, look around around the country. Again, when 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 they give when they name the court after a, a coach, it's prominent. You can see it. It's almost like they tucked it away, like they were they were ashamed of it. And now a year later to come back and to try to take the name away from him. I mean, I mean. <laughs> This, this, it's mind-blowing. It really, it's it's mind-blowing. It, it's almost as dysfunctional as the New Orleans Saints. It really is. Who, who again, are, are again, now the kings of dysfunction. You know, uh, you let Ryan Nielsen go. Uh, when, again, you could have elevated him to, to, a, to a defensive coordinator. Uh, and, um, you know, th- that doesn't happen, right? Uh, and, then, and then now you find out because there's philosophical differences uh, that, uh, that, again, you lose the, the other the, – your, the, the, your co-defensive coordinator. And, you know, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. If you didn't like Chris Richard, why do you let, why do you let this guy, uh, uh, Ryan Nielsen, get out the door when he's one of the best defensive line coaches, an up-and-coming coach? Ronald Curry now again has, has um, uh, interviewed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, rumor was he's going to be the play caller for the New Orleans Saints this year. Uh, you know, so how do you hold on to him? Michael Hodges is said to be an up-and-coming linebacker coach. He's the only defensive assistant left. And, look, I said this before, ladies and gentlemen, I have no issue with – uh, Dennis Allen again um, purging his his uh, coaching staff, and ultimately again uh, uh, you know uh, bringing his own guys. He didn't do that last year, and I talked about it yesterday. The ghost of Sean Payton. He can't have it both ways. Can't be cake and eat it too. You can't steal Payton's culture. You can't steal his system. You can't again steal his players, his coaches, his front office personnel, everybody he brought in here, and then say we don't want the ghost of Sean Payton hanging over. So we had to get the the deal done this year. Okay. That, that's just that's just total BS. It's total BS. Okay, so now give Allen if you since you retained him, and I was against that because again, if you're throwing out continuity, it didn't work. You throw everything out and you start fresh. Uh, if you truly want to want to whitewash again, Sean Payton and and, and uh, again him supposedly hanging over uh, the the, uh, the 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 team, uh, the the front office, etc. Well, then you know uh, again, uh, get rid of everything that is Sean Payton. And let's start new with a new coach. Start new with, again, with a new vision. They haven't done that. Again, they've half-waited again. So we'll see how this kind of plays out. Um, I'm waiting on, again, the poaching to start. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Jeff Ireland, what's going to happen there? Is he sticking around? Kai Hall, is he sticking around? Michael Parrington. Um, and then, again, some of the bright coaches that they have who, again, ultimately, again, Sean Payton brought into the league that they may end up with Sean Payton before it's all said and done. Uh, but... Um, you know, be interesting to see again how this plays out. The problem you have is, though, this is the time when coaches are making their moves. So you better be ready to strike if you're if you're Dennis Allen and have a list of guys that are your guys that you're ready to put in place. If you start losing coaches to Sean Payton, you better be ready again. As uh, if you're Mickey Loomis, if you lose area scouts, you lose scouts to Sean Payton. Then you better have uh, the ability to be able to. to uh, move those scouts in. And especially there should be a moratorium on that before, again, the draft. You don't want all this work to be done, and then you, those those scouts end up elsewhere. And there's got to be something to, be able to stop that from happening. We'll see how that kind of plays out uh, going forward. But a lot of dysfunction going on with the New Orleans Saints right now. Uh, again, I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. Uh, i got some people on, on the Internet that think I have a lo- an axe to grind with Mickey Loomis. No, I just don't think he's a good general manager. Okay. I think he's a great cap guy. I've always given him accolades for that. Even though, again, they're in cap hell right now, he did what he needed to do. Again, what Peyton wanted him to do to try to win another championship before Benson died and before Peyton, uh, and before uh, Breeze retired. Uh, I just don't think he's a, he's, a, he's a football general manager. That's all. Okay? 
We've got nothing against the cat. Just not a good football general manager. And they should have one here. So we'll see again how that plays out. Nothing personal, I can promise you. Uh, but I just call it like I see it. You know, uh, it is what it is. Look, I, I loved Griff when he first got here. Griff started really screwing up, okay? And, and, and I laid the wood on Griff, okay, on this program. Didn't give him a, 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 a wiggle room. He was able to, to stick it out, turn it around, and, again, turn this team into a contender. Now, again, they've come on, on tough times. It is what it is. But, uh, again, in the case of Mickey Loomis, the, the die is cast. We know what happened pre-Payton. Pre -Payton. We know what's happened post-Payton. And it's the same exact situation. It's a rudderless ship. So we'll see how it plays out going forward. Uh, but I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop here now that Peyton is part of the Denver Broncos. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Of course, Oceanic Grill, right? Uh, that's the mothership. That's the one. Uh, Conti and uh, Bourbon in the French Quarter for the top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining. My trip advisor. They're open seven days a week. Home in New Orleans. Best breakfast. If you love breakfast, you've got to try Oceana's breakfast. It is absolutely spectacular. Lunch and dinner. Lunch starts at 10 a.m., goes all the way until 4 p.m. The breakfast service is from 8 a.m. until 1 p.m., so you get a late breakfast as well. And dinner's 4 to 10. Uh, great uh, Creole dishes. Uh, and, of course, American fare for you for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails with some of the great mixologists here in New Orleans. I mean, they will absolutely amaze you with their cocktails. You can dine in authentic, authentic French Quarter Courtyard. Beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Also dog-friendly. And then they got one, two, three, four, five private rooms for you that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests. And, boy, Oceana can put on a party. I mean, they can put on a party for you. You tell them what you want. They'll give you the menu. And then, and then just leave it up to again, uh, the folks at Oceana to make your party a success. Family friendly, of course, again, a place where you get an incredible dining experience with friends or maybe that's someone special. Uh, also, again, Oceanagrill.com. Check out for delivery there. Everything you know about Oceana, uh, Oceana is at Oceanagrill.com because you know what? Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. daily. All right, joining us in the program, uh, his website, again, uh, the Bird Rights uh, the leader of the pack when it comes to, again, your New Orleans Pelicans. Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans, you get it right there. And, of course, we're so happy to have the editor-in-chief with us each and every week. It is Ali Sell of the Bird Rights. Ali, how are you? Eric, I'm doing well, all things considering, since I've got to talk about the Pelicans so often and they haven't played right? well in seemingly a month. <laughs> yeah, it can mentally take its toll, no doubt. Well, you know, I'm going to go there for first. Okay, look, what is it? Three and sixteen in the month of January, right? Three and seventeen in the last twenty. Um, they went half have a game out of first place in the West when when the month started. They're nine and a half now out. They're in tenth place. They were eleven games over five hundred on New Year's Day. Now they're now they're at five hundred. But I talked to the audience about this yesterday. It's not just Ingram and Zion that have been that have been injured. CJ's been out. Nance's uh, Nance's been out. Jose's been out. Na Najee's been out. Trey's been out. Daniels is out now. Kyra's trying to come back from an injury. And if, and if my memory doesn't doesn't fail me here, Hayes was out with an injury for a while. I think only Graham, uh, uh, Valanchunas, Temple, and Willie Hernan Gomez are the only players I think maybe have not lost a game due to injury within the last month. I think you're absolutely right, and you're right. You have to look past just the fact that. New Orleans has been without their two key guys on and off throughout the season because it finally has all caught up to them, right? Your role players can only play so well for an extended period of time. I mean, that's the reason why they're role players. Or in the Pelicans' case, they've got a lot of young guys that are still developing, yes. right? So even though they can have good games, they're going to alternate with some bad ones too. So the consistency hasn't been there. And the worst part is they actually lost some of their defensive ways too. So it was basically a cataclysmic event, I say litany of events that – hit this team all at the same time. And when you're playing such a tough schedule, 
lot on the road, and suddenly you're playing kind of your worst ball of the year, right? Missing key guys. This happens in the NBA, right? This is such a competitive league now where there's so much parity. Eric, you can't, and that's why the coaches stress, you know, you can't take a day off and margin for error is small. I mean, they're not kidding when they say it. So we're, we're seeing it now, but like I, I know you think, this Pelicans team's going to turn it around. I think they're going to finish strongly, especially once mm-hmm. they get Zion back. Well, and look, again, it's, it's a tale of, of really two sides because on one, hand, on one hand, you've got a lot of young players that are getting a lot of playing time. It's wearing them down some. Uh, we're starting to see their flaws because when you have to play more minutes and more is asked of you, then maybe, again, uh, you're more apt to turn the ball over. You're getting defensive and offensive lapses. You see that with young players. On the flip side, they're getting valuable playing time that's going to help them down right. the stretch uh, with this team. But also, again, film being the great equalizer, you know, know uh, the, 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 the scouts are scouting the Pelicans every single day, and they're going to take away what those players do well. They're going to make them do other things, and, of course, that's some of the problems we're seeing right now. Exactly. And I'll tell you what. First of all, you nailed that to a T because uh, I've talked to some scouts around the league that I've gotten to know over the years, and they love this team. You know, when fully whole, they think they can be one of the best teams in the West is currently constructed, even with their lack of experience. So that says a lot. And you're right, though. They're fighting through something right now. And it, it remains to be seen, honestly, just how well they fight through it, right? Because these young guys have never been on such a stage before in such roles. And even when Zion and Brandon get back, now there's going to be pressure, right? They build up some expectations. So even the national media took note, right? right. They, they said that they could potentially be a dark horse for the championship as soon as this year, that they have a potential MVP, right, in Zion. And Brandon, he's missed 30 games after what he did last season, right? So all these players have all sorts of different expectations and pressures for really the first time in their professional careers. Well, the good news is there's 30 games left. Uh, I believe they're only four and a half games out of the fourth spot. So, again, things are, are, are tight. I kept saying this before when everybody kept looking at what was in front of the Pels about the possibility of somebody jumping them into the third and fourth spot. Look behind them because things are really right. tightening up behind them. And, of course, we've seen that with them dropping in, into the tenth spot. Um, if, if they can get healthy, uh, if they can, they can get their confidence back because I think their confidence is waning right now, they got a chance to make a run in the second half of the season. Absolutely. And I think, honestly, we're seeing some of that confidence rebound of late where they finally got their defensive matters taken care of about six, seven games ago. And now in the last few games, we're seeing a lot better offense, right? There's still, of course, some, you know, momentary lapses, but it just feels like that they're turning the page, especially some of these individual players. I love what we're seeing right now of Herb Jones. I don't think anybody's playing as well as he is currently in terms of how poorly he was playing early in the season. Mm-hmm. It really, this team is just one healthy, in-rhythm Brandon Ingram away from winning you know, more than half of their games here on out. And then he's had Zion, they add everybody else. Well, that's why I think nobody's really given up hope. I think that's why people are maintaining right confidence in the mm-hmm. team. And inside that locker room, too, even though there's legitimate frustrations, they know that they're better than this. So they've gone through the worst of it last year, and that's what everybody keeps telling us we talk to. Last year's start, right, that, that terrible 3-16 and 16 start, mm-hmm. really paved the way for them on being able to handle what they're going through right now. And everybody is confident that that turnaround's coming, and soon. Let's talk about next week. Uh, the, the, the trading deadline is, is next Thursday. Uh, how active do you think the Pels will be, if at all? You know, it seems to change week to week, <laughs> depending on, you know, who I talk to. 
But I'll tell you what, I'm, I've gotten now again a good vibe that they're going to be, they're going to try and be active. Let's put it that way. They're not going to meet anybody's high, crazy demands for certain players they like. But if somebody does back off and it's reasonable for both teams, then I absolutely think they're going to have somebody. David Griffin knows that this Western Conference is wide open, right? And when mm-hmm. your team wasn't first or challenging Denver for first, you know, that, that gave, you know, certain expectations that this team may be ready to win now, right? And I think he wants to put them in that position. So when they are healthy, why not have that additional weapon or two? So when you're in the playoffs, maybe you can, you know, go an extra series, right? Maybe go from, if you were just going to go through the first round, maybe you end up in the second round or maybe even further. So mm-hmm. I do expect the team to make a move. I'm just not certain who it'll be. They need to add shooting. Me- they still probably see, you know, Jonas Valanciunas in the starting five as a weak link. And Larry Nance, while he's been good for the most part, he can't play heavy minutes because he tends to wear down quickly, we've noticed. So you've got to find a center. You've got to find somebody else that maybe can play small ball for you. So that, that's who I'm looking at. Okay. Well, I was going to throw some names out at you that, that have been tossed out, okay? Uh, o- yeah. OG from, 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 from uh, Toronto. Uh, Bandanovich is another one that, again, you and I talked about in the past. But, again, you mentioned something. Someone that can, again, defend the rim and rebound. Is that another? When you look at what they need right now, what's the most pressing need? I think that might be it, honestly. Because while shooting, you know, everybody, every team can use more shooting. That can come and go, and you just can't count on it, right? A 40% shooter might suddenly have a bad, you know, seven-game series. But defending the rim, defending the paint, dissuading opponents from getting in there, that, you know, that, that tends to be more favorable in terms of uh, proving statistically correct. So I like, you know, here's a thought, and I've been hearing it lately. O.J. Ananubi could be brought in to be the team's maybe perhaps even small ball starting center, right? Remember how David Griffin often talked about Zion Williamson maybe someday filling that Draymond Green-like role like he does with the Warriors? Well, I think we all realistically don't expect that anymore based on what we've seen. But tell you what, O.J. Ananubi has all the same measurables as Green. About the same height, same wingspan, and he's stout. I think he's about 240 or so pounds. So I know he's guarded plenty of power forwards, even some centers in Toronto. So I kind of like that idea. And if not, you grab Chris Boucher, who's also with the Raptors in the trade. If you right. do go for, say, an Anobi okay. or maybe Gary Trent, it looks like the Raptors aren't keen on winning this season. They probably want to tank a little bit for Wembenyama, grab some first round picks, and just, you know, sell off their assets now. And I'll tell you what, Boucher is a good one. He's a good shot blocker. Uh, he's about six foot nine, and he can occasionally mm-hmm. hit down the three ball. I mean, we saw what Nick Claxton have done. Daniel Gaff against the Pelicans. They need to get a guy like that, and I think Boucher could do that for him. Alec Gasol, the bird rights with us. If it's a shooter, is it somebody like Bondanovich? Uh, I keep hearing yeah. there's so many teams that really like Bondanovich at this point that he may be a tough get. Yeah, and it's almost the same with Ananobi, right? Because from what I'm right. hearing. <laughs> Masai up in Toronto is asking for the world for him. Same right. thing now is Bogdanovich almost because there's so many suitors, right? So Detroit can raise their asking price. So it'll be interesting to see who winds up with him. Because for some reason, it seems like Detroit would be happy to keep him, right? They've got mm-hmm. a lot of young guys, and they really legitimately want to start winning as soon as next year once Kate Cunningham's healthy. So in order to do that, you need to have you know, good bets, right? Good players around him. And you're not going to sign too many in free agency, right? You're a losing team. Not going to get too many Bogdanoviches coming up to Detroit until they start proving, you know, they can win. So I could see them retaining him, and that's why I think I've kind of backed off on the Pelicans' chances of landing him. Too many other teams are interested. The asking price seemingly keeps going higher and higher, and for him, 
his role here on this New Orleans team would be coming off as a reserve. So to him, it probably wouldn't even be that appealing, right? He sees himself still as a starter. Mm-hmm. You got teams that you got that you got to compete with, and and, and in the Southwest, you got to compete with Memphis. Uh, Utah has yeah. been an issue for this team. So to me, again, you got to look at some size. And I heard that again that Memphis was also interested in OG as well, and that 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 they might be trying to play New Orleans and, and Memphis off each other. Um, what are your thoughts there? I mean, is that is, do you have to try to figure out again how do we beat Memphis and, and and go accordingly, or is it now how do I beat the field when 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 you're the Pels? To me, that sounds a lot more agent speak and Toronto speak going on behind the scenes, where they're trying to pit two teams, right, two obvious bidders against one another. So where I'll tell you, what, there's so many different ways to win a championship. As long as you've got your core, you can find the right set of role players around them. So while Anunoby is in a very alluring piece, right? He's 25 years old, a legitimate 3 and D guy, and he's probably got a little bit more to his game. It wouldn't break the Pelicans to say Memphis got him. They could go in another direction. So all I'm hearing, and I heard the same thing earlier today, Eric, I just know that Toronto's really mm-hmm. trying to raise up their prices. Because both he, he makes for a great fit, both for Memphis right. and New Orleans this year, and they have a bunch of assets. And Masai wants to get the best return he can. Of course. So, all right, Dan, uh, uh, if that happens, let's talk about possible compensation uh, if they do make a move. They've got a, they've got a treasure trove still of, 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 of picks, that, as I've said to the audience, and not Oklahoma City, but they've got a lot of picks. Are, are they unloading picks? Or as you and I discussed last week, is it going to be the bottom of the roster? Or is it going to be Hayes? Is it going to be um, uh, 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 Devontae Graham? Because uh, you know, they probably don't want to touch their core, and they don't want to give up uh, Dyson Daniels, who's a young player. Is that what they're going to try to move if they move off of a player? Yeah, so if it's landing, scoring, a, you know, what people are saying is the best trade piece out there, Ananobi, it's going to cost both draft assets and at least one good young player. You're right, it wouldn't be Dyson Daniels. From what I've heard, he's untouchable, and it makes sense. We've seen what this 19-year-old can do already in his rookie season, and he's under club control for three more years. On top of that, he's great insurance for Herb Jones, right? So you're going to have basically this type of production from a guy that's going to be on a very team-friendly contract. As for Herb, you're going to have to start thinking about paying him if you go in the next season, which is going to be his final year of his deal. So one, right. Daniels just doesn't make any sense. But for somebody else like a newbie, I could see a Herb Jones getting added. Maybe even a Najee Marshall, too. Uh, because it's going to be tough to keep all these players when you think about it. Not this right. summer, but the following summer. Right, the Pelicans aren't going to become a tax team until they've proven they have a legitimate chance to win the championship. But that hasn't happened yet, so that's why I just I'm I'm leery of them going into the tax. So they would have to also unlock a lot of salary, right, to make any of these deals work because they're hovering about four million dollars shy of the luxury tax. So say when you go for Anubi, Toronto's going to have to take not just some of the good young players; they're also going to have to take some salary back, right, to make it match. So Jackson would be involved. Most likely, same thing with Devontae Graham. And that's mm-hmm. how you have to approach this. The Pelicans yes. are trying to straddle a line, right, where they want to win now, keep some of this, a lot of this young talent they have, and just basically try and give away the draft assets, but stand mm-hmm. under the luxury tax. So that's what I think David Griffin's looking at, right, that puzzle piece. How he solves it, we don't know. And, of course, you've got to be very, very um, 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 aware of culture and the culture that they built there. Mm-hmm. They did it last year with CJ and, and, and also Nance, where, again, they enhanced the culture. Whoever you're bringing in or whoever you're subtracting to from this roster, you got to hope, that, again, that doesn't upset the culture as well. Right, Eric. And imagine, say, Herb Jones would be a piece for an Anunoby. 
I mean, I don't know if maybe there's a bigger heart and soul on this team, right? Every player respects what Herb does, mm-hmm. and very few can even come close to doing what he does on the court. Agreed. And I, I'd hate to lose him. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> right. I, yeah, right now, I'm even torn. I don't know whether I prefer Ananobi or just, you know, rolling the dice on maybe Herb Jones improving his three-point mm-hmm. shot and right becoming a guy like Ananobi in the future. Yes. But that, that, that's, you know, that's a conundrum facing, you know, David mm-hmm. Griffin. He's not going to be able to keep all his guys. But he has to be careful of the chemistry. Because you're right, can you imagine losing Najee Marshall, right, just because oh. you're worried about not being able to pay him in the future? Well, I would think that might splinter the locker room just a tad because he's best friends with, you know, so many key guys. Yep. So you're yep. right. That's Removing the piece like that, it's not going to be easy. I don't, that's why I'm, I, I don't envy David Griffin. He's got to improve this roster. He's got to make it work for the future. And you're not going to make everybody happy, but you've got to be really careful on how you split up what we think is, right, the best chemistry we've ever seen off the court yes. on a Pelicans. Flash Hornets team. 100% agree. You want to find out more about your New Orleans Pelicans? You want to keep up with everything that's going on? The bird rights is the way to do it. Ali, tell us about the site, what you got coming up, how folks can follow you on social media. Right. Thanks, Eric. I put up a nice trade deadline primer for everybody just so they know what the Pelicans' books look like, what draft assets they have, who's likely to stay, who's not. Kind of what we were just discussing. So that article is up there for you now. I'm going to look into specifically OJ and Anubi as well as Boyan Bogdanovich. They're my two favorite trade targets for this Pelicans team, and also Chris Boucher. And, uh, of course, we still got Pelicans games, right? So we're going to have a lot of yep. analysis on both the games and right and potential draft pro- or excuse me, trade prospects for the Pels. At Alec Assel on Twitter. Thanks, as always, my friend. Yep. Take care, Eric. And let's hopefully too, we can bud. start talking next time I talk to you. We'll have a few wins to talk about. Yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> this has been a this has been a, a a January to forget. That's for sure, no doubt. Right. Thank God it's February. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, thanks for your time, my friend. We'll check in next week. All right. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. And when it comes to generator sales and service, they're the experts. And and, and look, all I can say is, look, your income tax check is coming in. And uh, you want to make sure that, again, that you're doing something right with it. Yeah, some people want to go on a trip. Some people are, are putting it away in, their, in their, um, uh, their, their savings, maybe in their retirement. Uh, maybe you want to make sure that you're, you've got power uh, at your home, uh, again, every single day of the year, no matter what's happening in your neighborhood when it comes to the grid. Or, when, or again, when again, we're having, for God forbid, uh, a, a um, tropical storm or, again, a hurricane. At Burkhart, they handle everything for you. Jason Burkhart is an expert. He comes to your home. He sits down with you. You do a consultation. And again, the options out there for you and when it comes to a generator. Once you guys come to the agreement, it's a single day install. Their crews come out, and they handle everything for you. Permits, planning, inspections, uh, and, of course, that single day install. they got a dedicated generator team. That's all they do. And then when it comes to service at the sale, come on. 24-7, 365 emergency service. Your generator goes down. When it's safe for them to come out, they come out and get you up and running. They'll maintain that generator for you all year long. Going to maintain that like a car engine, right? So they'll come out and maintain that uh, that for you, change the oil, etc. And and then on on top of that, you can finance the generator over time with low monthly notes. That new install quality check after one month, it's something they do for everything they install for you. That means one of the, a a Burkhart technician comes out, sits down with you, makes sure you know how to operate the system. It's the attention to details, the service after after the sale, and of course, having that warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need. So there are no, are no excuses. Looking for a generator for your home or business? Uh, got that income tax check coming in and you're looking to spend it? Spend it on a generator from Burkhart. Generac generators from Burkhart, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show is next. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants. Don't move. If you want a little soul with your country, 
then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Hiring can be a headache. That's why there's Indeed, the hiring platform that removes the hassle. Sponsor a job and immediately get a short list of quality candidates. And you can schedule and conduct video interviews right on their site. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Delays are solid if you're traveling 10 eastbound from Williams to Power. Delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Delays are solid 10 westbound from just past Orleans to Canal. Look out for delays steady 10 westbound from Bonneville to just before the Bonnet Carries Spillway. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side of the 610, your delays are steady from just past St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the westbound. Expressway and the Crescent City connection with backups from Stump Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also, look out for delays solid if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. In the meantime, look out for accidents. Duplessis at Wakefield Place, also Ferret at State, also General de Gaulle at the West Bank Expressway, and Loyola at Gravier. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Cumulus Media Traffic Center. All right, folks, don't forget about my friends who are at Southern Tire. Family-owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. 51 years of taking care of New Orleans vehicles. And I'm telling you, folks, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. They have wheels and tires up to 30 inches. You can finance it over time. And look, some for everybody's budget. You don't have to get the high-end tire. Again, the low-end tire, they got something for everyone's budget. And, of course, wheels, they got those wheels for you, as well as fantastic rims. Uh, you want to upgrade that, that, uh, that vehicle with, again, some nice rims. They got that for you, and they can fix your damaged rims as well. Well, AFC certified technicians use the same diagnostic equipment at your dealership. And I've said it before, Tony Piazza made a, 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 a decision a long time ago to add, again, diagnostic equipment, the latest diagnostic equipment uh, to, to, again, their repertoire over at, the, uh, over at Southern Tire. He has more diagnostic equipment than dealership. I promise you that. I'll, I'll, I'll put my reputation on it. And let me tell you something. Uh, the technicians uh, taking care of your vehicles like their own. You don't stick around New Orleans working on vehicles and keeping vehicles on the road for 51 years unless you're taking care of your customers. Southern Tire and the Piazza family will take care of you. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Again, I go to southerntire.com, check out all the service they provide for their customers. Southern Tire, Hickory Airline and Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. 
Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. All right, folks, don't forget about my friends over at Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street, and, of course, right next door, the Hideout Bar. Uh, again, it's a Tucson that you can't miss. Three floors of incredible dining, which is the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. And, of course, you're talking about Cajun Creole cuisine, uh, magnificent cocktails. You can dine in an authentic French Quarter courtyard. You've got the beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. Oh, by the way, you've got a Bourbon Street uh, balcony. And, yes, the only rooftop bar on Bourbon Street. The sight lines are incredible. Um, and, of course, now is the time to be able to put in, put in your order and become part of, again, the celebration for the upcoming Mardi Gras. They have day tickets available, night tickets available over at Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, where you get on the Bourbon Street balcony, and in the case of Mambo's, Bourbon Street balcony, and also their rooftop bar, food, drink. It's a fantastic time. Uh, and, of course, you want to see Bourbon Street like you've never seen before, you do it from Mambo's. Remember, right next door, hideout bar, live music every single night in a courtyard setting. Open for lunch and dinner seven days a week. You want to find out more about Mambo? Go to mambonola.com. Make your next Bourbon Street memory at Mambo's and, of course, the Hideout Bar. Remember, those tickets are going fast for the um, Bourbon Street Balcony at Old New Orleans Cookery and those are at Mambo's. So, again, don't hesitate. Get them now. Get them fast. Again, tickets are going fast. So, again, if you want to be part of that, make sure, again, you, you, you go to MamboNola.com or, or, or OldNewOrleansCookery.com and get your uh, tickets now. All right. Joining us in the program now, absolutely love his program. Uh, again, uh, uh, taking the digital pl- platform by, by storm. Now, again, he's expanded his empire in terms of, again, more shows on, on that platform. It's Jordy Collado, Jordy Collado Show. He joins us each and every week here on the program. Hey, Jordy, how are you, bud? Hey, how are you, man? Good to be back. Doing great. Before I get started, you, you know I got to let you tout your stuff, man. Tell us all about the platform. I appreciate that, E. We're on uh, we're on YouTube every day, Monday through Friday. And uh, like I tell you every week, the easiest way to get in touch with us just hit us on social media at Colada Show. No matter the platform, no matter where you are, uh, you can find us on uh, on social. So just hit us at Colada Show on any of those, and uh, you'll be able to uh, easy to keep up with all of our stuff. You got again a great baseball show. You got you got Will Wade. I mean, again, just blowing up, man. Just blowing up. Tell us about your other shows. Appreciate that. Yeah, Mikey Matuk and Mike'd up is uh, you know look him and Jared Mitchell. Jared Mitchell's the co-host of that program. Mm-hmm. Talking about two former All Americans uh, with LSU baseball. They got a commitment from Jay Johnson to come on once a week with them. They'll be there. Beautiful. Uh, Coach Johnson will be there every Monday uh, as uh, as as he'll be there once a week and. 
Uh, like you said, the Will Wade podcast, Breaking Down College Basketball, has been fantastic. He's uh, been making some news here of late, so it's been fun to, 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 to see that thing grow. Um, I got wind of this about a week ago. I didn't really believe it, but again, now again, the um, uh, and pardon me, uh, the rumblings are real. Uh, you and I discussed this before. You know, again, I've been a, been a big advocate of Dale Brown Court going back to when I first started the, the, this show 20 years ago. And, of course, this just came to fruition last year. There seems to be some politically connected donors with big money now that are trying to maybe erase that, uh, maybe, maybe putting Sue Gunther's name on the court, you know, maybe erasing it all together. What do you know? Yeah, e, look, I, I've I, I've heard about this and, and and heard it coming down the pipe for for a while now, and you know, look, it, it has created one of the 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 political uh, storms that that feels very retro LSU. I mean, it feels very 1980s, very 1990s when you talk about some of the things uh, that that are happening here uh, with both sides really kind of going back and forth. Like you said, this was something that was pushed through uh, as soon as. Dr. William Tate was was introduced last year. You know, there was a, a big push for Dr. Tate from from the Dale Brown crowd to get it done before you know Tate had an you know an opportunity to kind of learn a lay of the land of the politics of, of LSU, and you know that that didn't sit well with a lot of people. And you know, there's been some pushback and some backlash uh, from people both on the board of supervisors and influential that are sponsor that 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 are donors and. Uh, and, and, you know, responsible for raising money or, or, or donating money to LSU. And uh, it's been, uh, it, it, like you said, it's been a political mess. And look, I, I think it's going to happen. I've been told by too many people that are close to the situation that it's imminent, that it's going to happen, that, that they're going to scrub the, the, the Dale Brown court name up and they're going to put Sue Gunner's name down alongside Dale Brown uh, on that court. And, and, and it was going to happen. And, I, I believe that Brown has been notified of it. Uh, I think that, you know, the next board meeting that's coming up here in, in, in early February, that this is going to be on the agenda uh, and that this is going to be decided upon. So um, it, it, it's, it's, it's a mess. E. I mean, it is, it's an absolute mess. And like I said, it, it feels a little old school LSU. I mean, yeah, it, it feels does. like, uh, you know, kind of the politics and the business of the way it is, you know, handled in, in, in you know, old days. Um, it's kind of rearing its head, so uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's it's difficult to watch. Yeah. You know, I I said this last year. If you're going to do it, you got to do it at the outset. If you're going to make it Brown, Gunther, Court, you do it all to the outset. You don't come back years later and make the change. You don't do it after he dies. And and now, again, to pull out one year later and and to be able to pull this, uh, it it does stink of old-school LSU politics. It does. You know, I mean, look, in – there's been a lot of people that that have voiced their opinion on this. The governor's gotten involved, uh, board of supervisor uh, appointees have 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 voiced their opinion on it. It's been it's been a lot of political mudslinging uh, from 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 the highest level. So uh, this is something that has touched a lot of people. And like I said, coming up here in the next board meeting. Uh, here coming up in 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 February, uh, uh-huh. I expect it to be uh, front page news. I think this is going to shake up a lot of, you know, a, a lot of blogs, and this is going to be a hot topic on social media. But uh, I, I can tell you that from the people that I've spoke with, that uh, this is this is imminent. It seems like this has wow. been voted upon. It seems like this is, uh, you know, been 
almost the business of this is, has been cast. I, I believe that Brown has been notified uh, to expect this to happen. And uh, obviously Dale Brown, very upset with, of course, uh, with, 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 with the way that this is, this, this, this has turned out. Yeah. And, and rightly so. No doubt about it. Yeah. I want to shift yeah. gears to Sean Payton. We'll give you a chance to tell our audience yeah. a little bit about your thoughts. Look, from my standpoint, I don't think they got enough. I think they got yeah. a, they got a high second round pick with a fifth round option. I, I think that the, the again, the, the second pick, uh, second round pick though in 2024 was devalued by, by having to swing, have to throw the sweet and the third round pick. You know, some people like Ross Jackson look at it as a pick swap that you're basically swapping again, you, you know, your third for their second. I guess you could do that. I felt like, Again, they had all the leverage and didn't use the leverage that they had this year with, with Sean Payton and maybe came out of this, even though it looks good on paper, looks gaudy, right? First, second round pick, etc. I felt like they should have got more. I feel like I'm in the minority. Where do you stand? I'm with you. You know, I, I think that they, they two, two number ones would have been my, my floor. Whether it was packaged this year, I could get them this year, or whether you're going to give me back-to-back seasons and number ones. And the last thing I'm doing is giving up any assets. I'm not giving Amen. up anything other than what everybody wants, which is the coach, right? I mean, if, if you're giving up the principal and the, the authority to, to do business with Peyton, that, that's what we're here for. Nothing else is, is coming out of my back pocket. So when I saw the third-round pick go with the, 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 you know, the, the right to speak to Peyton, that, that was mm-hmm. the part that really I thought was the – um, you know, that, that was kind of the downfall of, uh, of the agreement. I, I get the first and second, and maybe getting two ones is tough to do. But, look, the, the, the first-round pick is, is – you know, I mean, that, that's, a, that, that's pretty much a second-round selection. Right, with it's a, a high second-round you know, pick. With, with a fifth-year fifth option mm-hmm. on it. So, I mean, it, it's – you know, we, we could debate on that. But I, I thought giving up a third-round future was – was really kind of the deficit for the Saints. Um, you know, I, I thought that, that there could have been a little bit more um, to, to that for New Orleans, and, and definitely there, there should not have been, in my opinion, anything given up outside of, you know, just the right to do business with Peyton. Amen. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. You lose the deal when you give the sweetener. I don't care what it is. Seventh-round pick, yeah. sixth-round pick, in this case, yeah. a third-round pick. And Mickey Loomis has a bad habit of throwing in the sweetener. And I've said to my audience all week long, I could see Peyton talking to the Denver Broncos brass. as they Now they've come to an agreement that you know the, what, what the salary is going to be. Now they want to work with the Saints and him saying, go push him for the sweetener because he's going to fold. Because, again, yeah. you look at the deals and he throws the sweetener in there. And that's why I think they lost the deal. So uh, we were on the same page on that. i got to ask you about – Kim Mulkey and her Lady Tigers and the great season they're having. It's, it's been an incredible year so far. We were there on Monday night. And, I mean, she's created a monster. You know, I mean, this thing is, is, a, is just a, a vulture, man. I mean, 15,125 on hand. It was, uh, it, it was something to see. I mean, it was uh, an incredible atmosphere. She's got a tough one tonight. George is in town. George is a really well-coached team. They do some things that frustrate LSU, like pressure the ball. Uh, they're going to they, you know they're going to full court press uh, for the entire game. But look, twenty one and zero. She's got one of the best players in the country, and Angel Reese. Alexis Morris had a career high the other night. Uh, she's got people buzzing around LSU basketball here in, in 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 Baton Rouge. I mean, people are looking forward. That 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 was a Monday night tip off at six o'clock 
with rain coming down. Traffic was a nightmare. People were tired from the weekend, and they sold the place out. They put more people in it than uh, that's been there than, than in a long time. So that gives you an idea of, of just the steamroller, the freight yes. train that, that, that she's got that she's got moving to over here. Amazing. i got to ask you this because a lot of people ask me the same thing. Is LSU baseball as good as advertised? Are they the best team in the country, in your opinion, this year? I can't wait to find out because I've talked to a lot of trusted people, you know, people like Mikey Matuk and Jared Mitchell and Skip Bertman and Dan Canterbury. And, you know, everybody says the same thing. On paper, this is as talented a group as LSU has ever had. I mean, those are some bold statements and some big words. But when, when you look at the, 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 the potential and uh, the outlook, and what some of these people think of, you know, guys like Dylan Cruz and Paul Skeens and, uh, and Trey Morgan, um, you know, I mean, it's just, it's incredible to see, um, you know, how many high-end players, Tommy Tanks, that they have, you know, on this, this squad. Not to mention the, the firepower at the plate, but the, the arms that they have, guys that have transferred in, like Christian Little from Vanderbilt, Thatcher Hurd. From, from UCLA, I mean, they've just got a lot of high-end talent down here, E, uh, that, that, that everybody is really looking forward to watching play. I mean, it, it's, it, it's one name after another when you go out there and watch them of guys that, that, that can really hurt you uh, every single pitch. Going to be a really going to be really interesting again as as we go into again March Madness with the ladies and then of course with college baseball as well. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, once again, please hype your shows, hype your platform. Let folks know how they can follow you on social media. Absolutely, appreciate that. Uh, we're on YouTube every every weekday, Monday through Friday, seven to nine a.m. If you're looking for uh, some LSU coverage and and some some news, uh, come see us. Like he said, we got more shows to choose from. Uh, Will Wade podcast and Mike Dup and others. Uh, but the easiest way to find us is just on social media, at Colada Show, and that can get you everywhere uh, that you need to be over there with us at FM Digital Media. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate your time. Look forward to checking in with you again next week. Thank you. There he goes. Uh, again, Jordy Collada, I'm telling you, a rising star in the business, and what he's doing on the digital platform has been absolutely amazing. It took guts. It took guts to, get, to walk away from terrestrial radio and 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 the step into what he's doing, but again, he has done a fantastic job. Not more just marketing it, putting out a great product every day, and now you see it's just growing, right? Uh, it, it's growing, and uh, again, I couldn't be more proud of him. All right, folks, don't forget about my friends again at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, a lot of folks out there, you're thinking about a new air conditioning system. Uh, you want to get that before the before the upcoming uh, uh, summer months. Now's the time to call Burkhardt. Have one of their technicians come out. Again, uh, they'll do a consultation with you, find out what you're looking for in terms of an air conditioning system. They'll give you some options here. They are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. And then again, Nate certified technicians, all they do again is put in uh is install air conditioning system. I had a tough air conditioning uh, to install my system, okay? I don't have a lot of pitch in my roof. They literally had a guy that was small enough to be able to crawl around in my roof and, and put in put in new ductwork. They're going to go the extra mile for you if you call them. And then the service after the sale is absolutely impeccable. Again, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Uh, again, treating your home and business like their, their home and business. And then, of course, only doing the work that's necessary. Never gouge you, never cheat you. You can trust Burkhart. I've trusted him for 30 years. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Of course, 
uh, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant on the Hideout Bar. Remember Mardi Gras at, again, Oceana Grill. Also, again, the Bourbon Street Balconies at, at Mambo's and Old New Orleans Cookery. Tickets are available right now. And then rent that parking spot for the Bourbon, uh, for the, I'm sorry, for the uh, for the Merry Mardi Gras Parades over at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Thinking about Valentine plans for you and your sweetheart? You can do it at one of the Oceana Family Restaurants. They, oh, they do a great job. Imagine Mambo's over overlooking the uh, Bourbon Street in the city with that rooftop bar. Again, the, the great ambiance of Oceana Grill. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant out in Metairie. Again, again, the great picture windows overlooking Bourbon Street uh, at Old New Orleans Cookery. The, the food is fantastic. The cocktails are outstanding. And, of course, they always do something special for Valentine's. Not too early to make your reservations for Valentine's at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Again, all you do is go to my website, ericastro.com. Click on the icon of one of their restaurants. Take you right to the website. Set it up right there. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. If you're looking to beautify your home or protect it from hurricanes, then call my friends at Acadian Custom Shutters. 985-893-3119. Locally owned and operated, our expert crews will install American-made and locally sourced hurricane-rated shutters with the styles and colors you want. Wide selection of powder-coated aluminum products, Colonial, Bahamas with operable louvers, hurricane roll-downs, accordions, and Lexan panels. Serving the South Shore, North Shore, South Louisiana, and the Mississippi Gulf Coast, call Acadian Custom Shutters at 985-893-3119 for a free estimate or at AcadianCustomShutters.com. Macy's one day sale starts tomorrow with deals of the day on great Valentine's Day gift ideas like 50% off fashion jewelry and designer watches 20 to 40% off beauty essentials from Lancome and more 
and get 40 to 50% off handbags and wallets they'll love at Macy's One Day Sale. Plus, get your online orders faster with free curbside pickup or pickup in store at Macy's. This week, Staples has deals so good, you're going to want to sit down. Are you sitting? I'll wait. Great. Right now during Staples Sitathon, select chairs are more than 50% off. Like the Leather Vortex Gaming Chair. Now just $119.99 at Staples. You save $140. Plus get two two-ounce bottles of Puro hand sanitizer. Free with the Staples Connect app. So take a seat or two. Right now at Staples, the working, learning, and saving store. Offers N24. Chair offer valid in-store and online. Puro Limit 2, in-store only, while supplies last. Again, want to thank our friends at Oceana, uh, the Bader Brothers. Again, proud sponsors of our program, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, The Hideout Bar, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Just a fantastic restaurant to enjoy a meal. Remember, a breakfast, lunch, and dinner at Oceana, lunch and dinner at um, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's, and Old New Orleans Cookery. And, of course, uh, great food and also great music over at The Hideout Bar. Mardi Gras at the Oceana Family, family Restaurants are fantastic. And they always go out of their way to make something special happen for you. For Valentine's. So again, Valentine's, Mardi Gras, uh, think uh, with the Oceana family of restaurants. And I'll make it easy for you. Just go to my website, ericasher.com, click on the icon of your favorite restaurant. It'll take you right to the website. Everything you need to know about that restaurant is right there. Everything you need to know about all of our sponsors is right there at ericasher.com. You click on your favorite sponsor's icon, everything you need to know about that sponsor is right there. Thanks to the sponsor sponsor our program. Thank you for supporting those sponsors as well. I want to thank Jordy Collada, uh, Alec Cassell. Uh, Gary Smith, and also Ross Jackson with joining us for the program. Got to thank Rudy back in studio producing, as always. We appreciate him. We appreciate you guys listening on, on a daily basis. Coming up at 6 o'clock on WLAE TV, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Ricardo LeCompte and Madeline Adams join me on the program. Coming up right here on on um, on um, on um, 106.1 FM is the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Michael Green and Ken Trahan. It's been a blast, New Orleans. Thanks so much for joining us. Tomorrow's the William Grant family to still is Friday extravaganza. Until then, my name is Eric Gasher. From the dog to the governor, you know it includes that man. They all got to go. Good night.